Have you ever wondered what it takes to buy or sell a home? Hey, hey Pat Markford here, your Twin City Realtor. This is going to be really a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of information. Get yourself a pot of coffee or a bottle of wine or a six pack of beer. A few of the things we're going to be talking about. When you're selling a house, preparation is the key. Buying your home is the biggest financial purchase you're going to make in your life. And that's where you're going to make best friends. Your kids are going to be making their best friends. I've been meeting with a lot of sellers and the first thing they always ask me, I just want to give you a few tips of when you're putting your house on the market. There are a lot of questions that my buyers have been asking. The biggest thing is, do you want the house or can you walk away? When's the best time to buy a house? When's the best time to list your house? All right, here we go. Are you ready? Hey, hey, Pat Markford, just listed, just sold. Hey, hey. Listed the house on Friday, sold it on Sunday, could have sold it on Saturday if we really wanted to, but we wanted to give it a little bit more market time to see if we could get a second offer, and yes, we did. Anyways, listen, uh, listed the house Friday night, um, got had two showings Friday, got an offer from those two showings Saturday morning, but we had seven more showings on Saturday. And I said, well, we got to wait till today to see before we accept the offer. Offer was pretty good. It was over asking price quite a bit, actually. Um, and then the, the Sunday we had two more. So we decided to put the word out. What I do as a realtor is I inform all the realtors and also people that are looking at the house that if they want to purchase the house by Sunday night at six o'clock, they have to have their highest and best because we were already getting offers in and there were good offers. So over asking. So we just wanted to limit how long it's going to be. We can't keep it open because you know what? If it's a good offer, that person could pull that offer and go put it on another house. That's why I want everybody under is, well, why do you do it? Why don't you keep waiting? Because if you get it, something over the asking price. Well, let's talk a little bit about what happened during that time and uh, how we walk through looking at an offer. I got permission from the seller. Um, I don't give you all the details. I'll give you some of the details that we can discuss this. It's from the Blueprint for Home Sellers. I give them this book up front. I give the sellers this book up front. So that way when we get to sections on selling, different parts of their, their of what they're doing. And in this case, congratulations after getting your house already and staged. That's what this other stuff is all about. This is what happens. We get, uh, we get two offers and then I, I send over the purchase agreement, but then I summarize it with offer price, earnest money, down payment type of financing, lender, closing costs, and contingencies. Now, two of the contingencies were, one is that inspection in seven days, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. The second one was on sellers will pay closing costs and prepaids. Now, what does that mean? Why would the buyer ask for it and why would the seller? But first, let's discuss what it is. In a lot of cases, the buyer will ask you to pay their closing costs and prepaids. Description of both of these will be found in the back of the book, and we're going to pop back there. But the thing you need to know about all contingency is it's optional, and in most cases, the buyer needs upfront financial. It helps them with the financial burden. We're going to discuss it again, but I just want to tell you, so what are their closing costs? Expenses of the buyer, that includes origination fee, the credit report, private mortgage insurance, discount points, and appraisal and title services. That's their closing costs. But then they have prepaids, which includes homeowner's insurance and property taxes and a few other items. Good book because it tells sellers what is this stuff. Now, we're in a market where we're, we're not getting as much of that. That's why, surprisingly, I got two offers 
and both of them were asking for paid uh, sellers paying closing costs, but they also wrote an, an overpriced offer where we, they, they ended up making more money. They wrote it for quite a bit over the asking price, so then when you, if the seller is paying those closing costs, they're actually taking money off of what they're going to make, right? So they're going to take that much amount because they're paying for them, right? So let's talk a little bit about the offer. They both put, and so what I do is I line them up and I send it over and then we talk about it. Both put $1,000 earnest money down. Not that much. First time home buyers though, smaller homes, uh, it's it's under three, so it wasn't that much. Normally we'd like between two and 5% down earnest money. Tells your financial situation. The second thing is, is both of them are doing 5% down payment. Some are doing three, some are doing five, some are doing 10, some are doing 20. Not everybody does 20% down. We need to, that is, uh, is um, in a lot, in some cases, but not in a lot of cases. You just got to understand if the rest of your, your offer looks good, 20% down looks good, but if they pay you less, then it's no better than a 10% down that pays you more. So you, something to know about that. A lot of people think, well, the more you put down, the better the offer. However, if the offer isn't good, the 20% down, even a cash offer isn't as good unless you get what you want, right? Everybody thinks cash is king. Cash is king as long as you get what you want, you know? If you can get more and the financing is good, that's a lot better to take that too because it's just like cash. People that buy cash think they can always get a good, a better price. In some cases they can. A lot of cases they can't. The third thing is, is that they wanted a seven-day inspection period. I don't like seven-day inspection periods when I'm representing the seller. The reason why is if you sell a house on a Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, a Sunday or a Monday, uh, and usually that's what when you usually end up getting the details. Once that final signature. The timeline starts, and all of a sudden you give them seven days to do the inspection. Well, what's the problem with the seven-day inspection is that if an issue comes up and you can't work it out between the buyer and the seller, now you've lost the next weekend, too. You've lost that market time, right? You've lost the following Saturday and Sunday. So you want to make sure as a seller, when I represent the seller, I want to make sure that that inspection is done by Friday. Everything's done by Friday, and if there's any issues, it's solved by Friday, because that way, if we can't come to an agreement, in most cases we can, but there are some cases you can't, then we can put the house back on the market and we haven't, we don't lose the prime selling time, right? So you got to think, think about that. All right. So anyways, and then the last thing is the prepaids. Both, it was kind of wild. Both of these offers were from the same company, two different realtors, almost exactly the same down. I mean, almost everything except for one paid more than the other. So what happened is, why did we go with one is one was more. Okay, we got that one. The other thing is, is I called both, I called the one realtor and I couldn't get through to him. I mean, it's, it was kind of crazy. I'm like, why do you write an offer and I can't get through to you on that? The second thing is, um, I called the, the lender. Uh, I was going to call them and then I was going to call the lender and I decided not to. So then what I did is I called... Um, the lender on the other one, and I talked to him. I said, where are they at in the process, the buying process? Um, and and uh, the lender told me that they're all done with underwriting. And I'm like, wow, okay, boom. They got all their paperwork in. They're ready to go. So everything was going really good. So that was really good. So I liked the first offer we got because it was more money, and I could talk to the lender, and the realtor was a lot more um, accessible. 
That's what you need when you're doing uh, multiple offers. The other thing is we went back to the, so let's talk about it. What's the advantage to closing costs, contingent closing costs, to the buyer? Well, the reason why is because they don't need to come up with 3% of, of the, the ask price. So this person put 5% down. Now I'm going to use 300000 as the number. It's, it's right around 260 or 250 and I just want to use an easy number. Like, let's say on a $300,000 house, if you're putting 5% down in this particular case, you need to come up with $15,000. You also have 3% closing costs. Remember, we talked about that, the prepaids. So they'd need to come up with another $15,000 at closing. So you'd need $30,000 down. If you ask the seller to pay that, you can offer the seller $315,000, right? and then ask the seller to pay the 3% the, the closing cost. That brings it down to 300. They still make their 300. It's just that you're really financing that. So in other words, the loan, the loan price, the asking price would be 315, but the mortgage would be based on that, right? You understand that. If not, we can talk a little bit more about that. But anyways, the seller makes the same either way. It's just that you don't need to come up with that money at closing. So that makes a big difference. A lot of people, I mean, most people can come up with three to five percent of buying a house, but to come up with six to ten or fifteen percent, it's a little harder, you know. Or like five and eight percent adds another um, three or nine thousand dollars. I was wrong on that. So, anyways, I can come up the, the numbers a little better. I shouldn't be doing that off the top of my head. But the advantage to the buyer is they don't need to come up with that extra money. I'm sorry, on a three hundred thousand dollar house, the closing cost would be nine thousand, be three percent nine thousand. So they could offer three oh nine. The seller would still get 300, but then they would be financing the 9,000. I know. Stick with me on that. What's the disadvantage to the buyer is is they might not get the house, you know, because um, the, just that other the majority at this time don't ask for that, don't ask for closing costs. What's the advantage to the seller? Well, the seller in a lot of cases because these the buyer needs to is a little bit more desperate. Um, they will actually usually ask more than asking price and then even another five ten and even twenty thousand dollars more because they're sort of caught in a bind they don't want to have to come up with that extra three percent so i just want to let you know a lot of times the buy the seller will get more money as a result of accepting closing costs what's the disadvantage though is sometimes the appraiser comes in and says ah you know what we, we know this, uh, your house really isn't worth, and I'm going to give the example of the 300000 We really know your house isn't really worth 309000 We're only going to appraise it at 300000 Now, who's going to pay the 9000 in closing costs? And that's when we go into negotiations. Sometimes the seller drops the price. Sometimes the, the, uh, uh, the buyer says, well, we'll pay for it ourselves. Sometimes they split the difference. The seller has to know that there's a chance that their uh that the appraisal might come in lower and they might end up taking less. Always something to think about. So the other thing is, is people don't understand, the, uh, the buyers don't understand, because sometimes they're told, oh, you know what, the seller will pay for it all the time, don't worry about it. So the buyers have a 3% closing cost, but the sellers have 6 to 7% closing costs. The buyers don't know that usually. And, and they're like, well, why wouldn't they pay them? Well, why won't you pay their closing costs? And the reason why is because the, the sellers pay both realtors and they also have to pay a deed tax and other things. The buyers doesn't pay the realtors at all. Kind of nice for the buyers. They just can take advantage of us realtors. We run them around 
and then they don't need to pay us because the sellers pay it, both sides. And that's the way. That's why people wonder why it costs at least six, seven percent for listing your home because you're paying both realtors. Maybe we can go the other way, and then everybody will be better. But then the buyer has to come up with more money. So, anyways, I just wanted to give you a little bit of update. There's a lot of information in here, but you can get that information from my books. For my, the, I, we have a section for the buyers that, in some cases, they can ask for that on a contingency. We have a, a couple sections in the book on for sellers. It's really something, one of the good six to ten things, items that come up in a offer is, is a, a closing cost. And that's a big one. That's one of the biggest ones, whether or not you want the seller to pay closing costs. It also takes a little bit of work to have the sellers understand why should we pay their closing costs. Well, if you make it advantageous for them, well, then that's why, you know, and it's a better offer. You make more money on it. Anyways, today we're getting the inspection done on that house. I'll let you know. We're get, we got our other things I want to talk about with this house, about the pre-inspection, and then we're going to talk about this inspection, and we'll probably do that at the end of the week. If you have any questions, send me a, a text or send me an a instant message. We'll, we can take care of that. If you can, please share this. If you know anybody looking to buy or sell a house, um, I can uh, send them a book. Uh, have them look on my website. It'll answer a lot of questions. And even, even um, I can even send books down to uh, uh, Arizona, too, because I know there's somebody who's watching from Arizona. Randy Case, happy birthday. Hope you're having a great day. We'll see you later. We'll look at my uh, other services for buyers and sellers. Go to www.patmarkford.com.